the Honorable Podcast. Today, we're discussing the art of storytelling, how to tell the story about an account versus letting the application do the talking for you. In subsequent episodes, we will talk about personal growth and relationship building, professional development, and a smattering of insurance-related topics. We will also have special guests in the coming weeks, so stick around to see what we've got. Without further ado, here is today's episode. Hey, Dana, how you doing today? Great, Nicole. How you doing? I'm good, and as always, very excited for our topic today, which is the art of storytelling. So I think we all have someone in our life that we would call a storyteller that always has good, juicy information to share, or they're just a joy to listen to when they communicate. Do you have someone like that in your life? Yeah, it's funny because some of them are, I feel like there's different storytellers. You know, there's the ones that are very animated and funny and just are the best at telling stories. And then I've had others that are the intellectual type. And when they tell a story, you just get wrapped up in the story. And and it's so intriguing how they do it. I really, there's definitely an art to it. And you know, whether it's a amazing fishing story, like I hear from my brother-in-law all the time and my dad, and they're usually a little animated and no one ever actually sees the fish they're talking about, but it was like <laughs> the biggest fish in the world. So there's that kind of storytelling. <laughs> then there's my older sister who she always has something with a little bit of dramatic flair when she's sharing a story, whether it's a breakdown on the side of the road that happened to her or something, you know, that happened in her personal life, whatever it may be. She always has some drama and lots of hand flailing when she's telling the story. <laughs> and then hey, I, I have Italian blood in me, Nicole. I, I get it. I get it going too. <laughs> I know. I can't stop it. Like I have to sit on my hands. It's terrible. Um, but then there's my husband who, when he is is telling me something, whether he's explaining something that happened in his work day or something he experienced, he is so very detail oriented. And sometimes it takes a bit to get from point A to point B within his story. But all that stuff in between is important because there's a build up to what he's trying to share. And you got to you know, get those layers in there so that you are communicating and the person you're talking with is really understanding everything that happened. So in our line of work, especially with what we do here, Dana, at the Toscano Agency, we need to hear the story and we want to hear the story. So when I talk about storytelling, it's not just on a personal level. It has to do with what we do here in our day-to-day. So by the time an insured is coming to us, I mean, an agent's coming to us with an insured, they have a story about this piece of business. It's not, you know, fitting in their standard carriers where they have contracts that they're trying to fill, you know, gross, um, gross procedures or, you know, growth goals that they've set with their company. By the time they're coming to us, something's going on with the risk and they're usually kind of shaky. Like they're just like, oh my gosh, I really need to find a home for this. I don't want to disappoint my customer. Like, here it is. And they throw up information at us. And, you know, we've talked about this before. The throw up is, is something, but do you agree with what I'm saying? Definitely Nicole, because they're in a panic when they're coming to us. A lot of the times that's the problem. They, they, they can't find the niche and they really want to help this insured and they're coming to us for a solution. And by the time they get to us, they've probably 
likely explain the story a couple times, maybe, you know, and couple their markets with their underwriters. And when they get to us, like I said, they can be a little panicky because, oh my goodness, like I've been stopped maybe by two other markets at this point, or maybe more, I don't know. But then they're coming to us. So it is our job to, to listen to the story, but also gather maybe in the excitement or the, I don't want to say, maybe a little bit of anxiety of the story that we get as many details out of it, you know, that we can, if it, whether it's said or whether we ask the right questions, but, uh, but for sure. Yeah. Right. Sometimes we have to teach people how to be storytellers here at the Toscano agency because they're not used to it. You know, um, independent agents are used to running things through their carriers using their specific raters. A lot of them never have to fill out an accord application and mm-hmm. they simply don't know how because no one taught them. You know, when I entered the industry mm-hmm. at the agency I started in, they were still manually rating a lot of their policies. If you ask most people who have entered this industry, they have no idea right. what that even is. Like they have no idea. And not that one way is right or wrong. We've definitely, you know, have moved through and found efficiencies in this industry much, I mean, our innovation's amazing what we can do now, but a lot of what it was done in those Raider or what's done in those Raiders now is the manual work, obviously we used to do on paper. So by the time agents are coming to us where they've not only been knocked down by several carriers, you know, and they're pulling themselves back up, they may be getting frustrated and scared. The clock is ticking. They've maybe never written this type of class code. It's a new opportunity for them. They're not comfortable. We work with a lot of generalists. So they're going to try to find a spot for any opportunity that crosses their desk. And I will say, especially since COVID, all businesses are really trying to identify any possible opportunity. Like it's, it's real, you know, we're all dealing with this world. So we're seeing this more and more. So by the time those agents get to us, we know, you know, there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of emotion and possibly anxiety wrapped up in this. So we say, tell us the story because an accord application doesn't tell a story. We know this. You know, it's a piece of paper. There's a lot behind that Accord app. Wouldn't you say, Dana? Yeah. And and again, it, the interesting part of it is, is even even when we get the calls where, you know, I've they've been shot down a couple of times and, and now, you know, they're pushing maybe a policy expiring and things are getting close and down to the wire. They know the story, but it's it's hard to translate it because they're in a panic now or they have that anxiety So, and I don't blame them. I've been there. You know, I think we've all been there where we're just like, oh gosh, what do I do? Here's what I need. And you start to ramble things and you know, it's important, but you know, you left stuff out and we're all trying to perfect our stories, if you will. But again, with us on the other receiving end at our agency, it is our goal to listen to you, gather that information uh, literally for me with pen and paper in hand <laughs> and then see what I have and then see what uh, additional information. Cause a lot of the times the agents actually know it, the people we're dealing with and, or they're going to get it for us just to help be the most efficient. Um, do you agree with that? I do definitely. And you know, when I'm coaching new agents that come to us, obviously we're an excess surplus lines wholesaler. We've admitted and not admitted carriers. So we deal with 
surplus um, lines, taxes and fees, like all this strange stuff that independent agents aren't used to on a daily basis. So we ask for a lot of things that they're not used to. But when I'm advising and, you know, talking with our new agents that we've decided to bring on and work with, I tell them all of the time, you know, before you start filling out that accord, before you start, you know, shooting it out to us, call our underwriters. They want to connect with you. We're build on big on relationship building here, you know, in any any industry, especially insurance. If you establish a relationship with your underwriter, you're going to be that much more successful down the road. It's definitely worth that time to build that relationship, build that trust. It's going to make doing business much easier. So with that, you know, I always like give them a call, give them the background before you even fill out that application. Let's have a conversation. You know, we really like to underwrite with relationship in mind as well. So, you know, if if you've been coming to us for years, we've worked with you. We see that you are sending in complete submissions. You're giving good information. You know, you're really working hard with us. It's going to be easier for us to take a look at a risk that's maybe questionable and okay, not quite sure, but it's going to be easier because that trust is established versus somebody who calls me and I get this often. Hey, I just lost this account to another agency that works with you. And I, I want to be able to write this too. Well, okay. That's, that's not exactly how we want to start. That's not why we want to start working with you. Tell us a little bit more about your agency, but to back up a little bit, you know, big on making sure that our agents call and, and they break, they break down what's going on. So the accord's only a piece of the puzzle. And I know a lot of people cringe at the word accord because they take time. It takes time to fill out a court apps. And in this world, we're used to things being done for us in the background. We answer questions on a rater, it fills into the app, and then we send that out. So whether that's your agency management system too, because I know a lot of agents utilize this in their agency management system as well. But you know, that Accord app is just the first piece. And if you don't know how to fill out an Accord app, don't freak. You know, we actually have a court application training that we're offering here one-on-one to help agents understand. I will say when I first got into the industry, I looked at a court app and I almost threw up. I'm like, I don't understand this here. You know, I passed this exam. I know the coverages, but nobody took the time to teach me how to fill out an accord app properly. And it wasn't something that was in my world. I didn't have to utilize it. Like, I depended on raiders. That's that's where I was. How about you, Dana? How was your first accord? Exactly, <laughs> exactly, Nicole. I mean, where where I was, we were we had company apps, and maybe yeah. the only accord was signed LPR type of form. It was the closest thing to an accord thing that I really saw. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah. Um, and and it is intimidating, you know, when you first see them. Am I filling out the right boxes? Do they all need to be completed? I don't mean to be that vague. Cause sometimes though, depending on the risk, you might not need that all of it. I mean, of course right. you might need most of it. And then in, in the end, we just want to all be more efficient. I think yeah. that's the goal of, of everything. And you mentioned that, you know, we have these agents that we have these relationships with, but they all started because they were phone calls coming in. Um, like the agents that ne- do the complete submissions and everything, but it started with the conversation. It started with the stories. They, they started out like everyone else. Just call us, give us the risk. 
We're going to tell you, you know, what's most important if we can write it in the best the information we need on these applications. And then they learned over time with us, but it was the communication and that art of the story between the two of us that after a while they did learn. And then, you know, they didn't always have to call all the time. Of course, we always want to hear from you, but that's that's how it evolves. So at the beginning, especially with the new agents, please don't be afraid to call us. Let's be efficient in the manner. Let's let's gather as much information and help guide you on the best way to, to write the risk or tell you that we can't write the risk. Because again, if if it is something that we can we know we can't do off the bat, it's going to save you time. It's going to save us time. And then we'll move on to the next piece of business. And hopefully we can get that piece of business written for you. Right. The other thing to really um, <clears throat> remember is we like to hear what the agent's relationship with the insured is. Is it the family friend? Have they been, you know, an insured of the agency for 20 plus years? Is this a relative to the principal or whatever the situation may be? Having that background versus someone just walked in off the street and here's what's going on. It really helps. It gives that underwriter the warm, fuzzy, good feeling because Folks, our underwriters here at the Toscano Agency, once they talk to you and gather that information and hear the story and, you know, you guys are going back and forth on the applications that are needed, guess what they have to do next? They have to sell the story to our carrier underwriter sometimes, depending on the type of risk or the class code. So there's a lot of storytelling that's going on, like that whisper down the alley type of a thing. So, you know, it's really important that we get that information. The other bonus here. When you give us a call and, you know, talk to the underwriter and start giving them that backstory, the underwriter is going to be able to tell you, okay, this is the information that you need to gather for me. And, you know, we'll go through it and tell you what we need, whether there's a supplemental that's going to have to be filled out, a course, whatever it may be. Or we have some of our own customized apps that we use here at the Toscano Agency because we have so many markets. We've consolidated the necessary data so that we can send it out to a couple places. But after that conversation, you as an agent, you're going to be able to go back to your insured with a complete list of things that you need to gather from them. And it's stopping that back and forth, that ping pong back and forth, keep coming back with questions. Because when that happens, your insured is going to start to get a little shaky. They're going to be like, does this agent really know what I need? Why, Why is this back and forth occurring? So it's helping you to be that much more organized and you know, building that trust and confidence within that new possible customer that's going to be working with you. So, you know, there's a there's a lot of reasons why the art of the story is so important through this process. Dana, do you agree? Right. right. And the more that you shared, we can get up front. It is easier at the beginning with, you know, when we go to our companies, if there's that extra piece of personal information that really might help push this forward, it's it's a lot easier up front than an oh by the way 10 emails later oh right. this is this is the other part that we just found out it's like well why wasn't that disclosed up front so again it i understand when you're calling in and you're excited you might leave a piece out but again we also want to do a good job of collecting as much as well so share with us everything that you can and we're going to do our best to dig out all the information that we can from you but the more we have up front, as always, the better it usually can be for us to help guide you and help write the business. Right. And, you know, it's really hard to shake us because we hear and see the strangest things every single day, which is, I think, why I love this part of the industry as much as I do. We hear some really strange stories here. So, 
you can't exactly scare us or surprise us, you don't have to hide things. You know, we have agents who kind of tell us stuff at the very, very end. And just like you said, that, that pauses and stops the whole process. So, um, having that conversation, gathering the information, getting what we need, putting it onto the proper application. We can even work off of other carriers applications sometimes too. So this is why it's so important to have that phone call. We're trying to make you work smarter, not harder. So we can all get to that end result. That's what we're all trying to do together is get to that end result. But, you know, I, I remember hearing this in my own agency and I I stopped it. And I'm sure you know what I mean. When you're trying to gather information from an insured, you know, if it's something you're a line of business you're used to doing or using a standard carrier, you know, you ask those questions, you turn it into a conversation. But sometimes when an agent's nervous and they're, you know, trying to gather information for maybe a class code or an area they don't usually write, or they're working with excess surplus lines, they tend to start to interrogate their client by asking questions and they're like throwing them at them and they're just trying to get through the form. You know, doing that also isn't a great way to connect with your client. So make sure we know, you know, you get nervous, but you want to make sure that you're not scaring your client in like an interrogation type of a manner getting this information that we need. So I've heard people do that. I've heard um, you know, when I was talking to agents on the phone, trying to help them through the information that needs to be gathered for a big account, like they really want this big account. They're so excited for it. You know, they've done their homework. They've learned the endorsements, forms, coverages that are best suited. And then, you know, they're like, okay, so I'm going to go through this whole list and, you know, I need to know this, 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 this. And I'm like, yes, but make sure you slow down and, you know, ask the questions and explain why you're asking the question. Um, the other thing, Dana, and I'm sure you run into this, tell us about the lapses. Tell us about the losses. Yes. Right? Yes. I was going to say that's the one biggest piece of information that I would like to encourage people to share is if you have tried other markets for this risk, and it's not you're just comparing pricing, if you really have tried other markets and other companies have denied it, please tell us why. Because that why those other companies denied it will really help us focus maybe on a specific company that we know might write that for that exact reason. You know, whatever that reason may be, is it losses? Is it a driver? Is it whatever it may be, the actual risk itself, um, why those companies aren't willing, are denying the coverage. That's a big piece of information for us. And it actually can help. Right off the get-go, we can say, you know what, we actually have a market for that. Or, you know what, unfortunately, at this time, we don't have a market for that. It's just so, that's a very, very important piece of information, I think, up front. If you Definitely. can, yeah. And, or, and if that's the other thing, too, uh, as we listen and, and take the calls, I try to ask if I, you know, but there's a lot going on. So you, we do our best, you do your best. But that piece of information, if I, I would really encourage that, if that could come out right at the get-go. Yeah, definitely. The other thing that I encourage um, new agencies that are, that are start, starting to work with us and current agents as well, if there are losses, you know, obviously it's going to be filled out on the applications, whether it's a supplemental app or if it's a court application, those losses are going to be listed. Tell us about the loss. Tell us what is being done to prevent another loss like that, a future loss of something that's already happened. It's really important. Instead of just filling in all those losses, you take a look at that, you're like, oh man, 
it, it definitely gives the sense that this person doesn't know what they're doing or something needs to be corrected within their operation. So really important for that. But the art of throwing all of this together into a story is really so crucial to getting that quote as quickly as possible. If you can get a good submission, you can give that background story. We're big on open communication here. Obviously, we utilize email just like any other organization does, but we really like talking to you. We like talking to our agents so that we can get to get down to the story. Tell us what's going on. What's your expectation? We're going to share what our expectation is. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Now, obviously, you can't call us on every risk. We'd love for you to call us on every risk. But, you know, when it's more detailed or something's going on there, I prefer if folks pick up the phone and give us a call to have that great communication. I'm not saying it can't be done via email, but that's a lot of passing back and forth. And I actually think it takes longer to get down to the nitty gritty via email than it does on the phone. What do you think, Dana? I agree. The phone conversations usually, first of all, to me, more importantly, is a lot more personal. I get to know you, but it can be a lot quicker. Um, Again, a more efficient way of doing business. We get to build the relationship, but also help guide you as quickly as possible instead of back and forth emails, back and forth. And again, I understand there's times where it has to be email. Don't get me wrong. I get it. You're busy too. You might have meetings all day. All you can do is quickly shoot an email. I'm not discrediting that at all. But I, I mean, my last call similar to this was, was a great conversation with the agent. And it was a lot of, it was a situation she called and she was really trying to place this risk. She actually had some other quotes. She was able to share with me the pricing and with the, the situation. And as I kept digging and asking more questions specifically about the risk and the driver and how many years they'd been in business It was, she actually had all this information in front of her. I I dug some of it out of her, but it really helped me narrow down. I I actually took it to my underwriter because it was a little involved. And unfortunately, we couldn't write the risk for her. I'm going to tell you up front, we couldn't write it for her, but I had such a great interaction. And she even said, see, this is what I love because now I know that, you know, I, I'm not going to waste time submitting you an app that's something that, you know, we can't, we, the rating that she was getting, she thought was high. And we were able to just say, based off of this, either, we don't even know if we can write it. And the underwriter at the time knew that type of risk and just said, that's a great rate, <laughs> you know, go right. for it. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's easily said, depending on the risk. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes we do have to submit it. But that conversation, she's like, I'm sorry, we can't write it. I said, I'm sorry, we can't write it for you, but maybe next time. She goes, no, that's great. I'm just happy that I know that for now. You know, that was the, yeah. that was the information she was looking for. She didn't want to waste her time and we don't want to waste her time either. You know, we really right. don't. Exactly. You know, and I've mentioned this before, it can be really intimidating to call and talk to an underwriter if you haven't been in the industry for a while or you've never written this type of an account. That is something that we really understand here at the Toscano Agency, and we truly are here to educate our agents, however it is we need to. Just be open with us and say, I've written this before. 
I want to hear, you know, maybe something I'm missing or what do you think or what have you seen? What have you experienced? You know, things of that nature. It's it's really important. So we say the art of storytelling. It's really a big game of whisper down the alley if you think about it, because it's information coming from the insured to the agent, to the underwriter, to the carrier underwriter. That's a lot of passes back and forth. So it's important that we have good conversation with quality information and we can give you, you know, points of what you should be asking, how you should be asking those questions. Uh, the other the other thing that I really recommend to agents when you're bringing an account in, um, especially if it's not necessarily a brand new venture, but if it's somebody who's going from one carrier to another because there's been a circumstance, what's the price range? What is the realistic price range where you can sell this account? And I have some agents who are like, well, I want you to give me the best price. No, that's not my question. Where, how, you know, what's the realistic area? What's the range that you could sell this account? Because we're not going to go to a carrier for something that we know is going to be $5,000 more than what you're saying. Like we want to be realistic and and save everybody's time and energy. Definitely. Do you run into that, Dana? Do you you guys utilize that in your team? Yeah, right. And then that last call that I was just sharing, that's what she, she told me what, where her pricing was. And it was, she even said, this just seems really, really high for yeah. this, this risk. And because like, this wasn't a new venture, this was, okay. so again, it's going to be more money of course. And I'm not going to get into all the details of what was going on with it. However, whenever I was, I presented it to our underwriter, my underwriter, who's been here for over 20 years, she, she blatantly just said, that's a great price for that risk. And right. she, she was in a nice way. I shared it with her. I said, I'm sorry to tell you, uh, what we might have a risk, but it's going to probably be five or 10,000 more than that. And if you're already thinking this, your prices are high, we our underwriter with all this experience is saying, actually, that's a great price for this new guy right. coming in um, based off the circumstances. And I told her, I said, maybe within a year or two, you know, he gets that experience under his belt, we could really come in and, and help him out. Right. You know, that's kind of, and that's the, that's the part of the story that that goes farther. So yeah, please don't be afraid to share the pricing that you have with us too. Again, our goal is to really help you help your insured, get them the most adequate protection at the fairest price. I don't always say the cheapest, it's the fairest with the most protection. Um, Sometimes the cheapest might not have all the protection they need, or they don't know they need, if you know, if that makes sense. Right. So I I challenge all of you who are out there and producing business and, you know, searching for quotes, whatever your role is in the agency, do not let your application lead the story. That's definitely not the best way to be doing that in this industry. Pick up the phone, talk to your underwriter, establish um, a relationship and tell them the story. Don't let your applications lead with the story for you because in that exact example, Dana, that you just shared, had you not talked to her, that agent might have just been like, what the heck? You know, they they don't have solution for me. Their pricing's way off. And they might not have ever come back. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, having some awareness, especially if you don't write a certain type of account uh, very often. It's not your niche. It's not something, your strong suit, whatever you, however you want to say it. Really important. So I challenge all of you to not let your applications lead with the story. You need to be the storyteller. So share with us some of your experiences. We'd really like to hear from you. You can reach us at podcast at toscano.com. 
so glad you joined me today, Dana. Thanks for sharing your story. You too, Nicole. It's always a pleasure. Can't wait to see you again next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye.